All right. Well, I'm Pat. I'm Will. And I'm Chris. And you're listening to Guys With Issues Podcast. Hey, that was... We did it. (laughs) We did it. So... In this episode, we're going to be talking about Shazam. We read a Shazam story, and we went and saw the newest Shazam movie, or I guess the new, it was a couple weeks ago now, uh, Fury of the Gods. I'm guessing we told them what Shazam issue we read before. We didn't. We said we were going to pick one, because the goal is to let them, is to let you guys, right? Let everybody who's listening to this buffoonery read along. And so we ended up reading Shazam Thunderworld Adventures <laughs> issue one, but there's only one. So I think it's odd that they <laughs> Shazam Thunderworld Adventures issue one. It's the most popular issue of that series. I think it's part of like this multiversity and they yeah. all start at one. Yes, like they if do. You, if you look at the next, it's like, oh, issue one, issue one. Yes. Issue one. Interesting. Except for Multiversity, it had two issues. Like the title, title comic had mm-hmm. two, had that, two issues. That really does sound like where you would go after university. We're going to Multiversity. Multiversity. <laughs> multiversity, just so they can get more money out of you. Before we talk about that, is there any, is there any buffoonery, witty repertoire that we need to talk about? I'm not sure there is. Yeah. I had my eye torn. Yes, you did. <laughs> When we went Gouged. to the movie, yeah, my son had taken five millimeters of skin through the act of an abrasion to my eye. It's doing much better. I didn't have to put my dilation drops in for the last two days, so that's cool. Nice. Yes, I'm moving on with my eye life. It's feeling much better. Missed a couple days of work. Had blurry movies to watch, you know. Half blurry? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The first day driving was tough. It was kind of funky. But other than that, no, that's... I feel like iLife is going to be like Apple's version of <laughs> the metaverse from Facebook. Oh, man, uh, don't give them ideas. Too late. They probably have so many they don't use already that probably. are all equal footed. Probably. Yeah, that's really my only my only interesting tidbit of late. I don't know, Pat, what are you up to this week? I don't know. I bought a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Good timing. Another right? another item to add to the new house. I'm so tired of spending money on this house, and yet I want to spend more money on this house. And it'll be that way forever. Probably. But it feels good when you get a new thing done. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Already thinking about no. remodeling something in the kitchen. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the something? I don't have enough storage. Uh. Thinking about knocking that. Nobody's going to know what we're talking about, but walking, knocking that wall back a couple of feet, getting a smaller dining room table, and then putting a countertop and some cabinets underneath on that wall. You know, you're sitting across from a man that used to install those things professionally. Uh, sweet. <laughs> Who are you talking news? about, Christopher? <laughs> I, I didn't know that about you. It's the best news I've heard all day. Yeah. It's going to so be a So ask while, his though. dad. His dad's really so the one. So ask his dad. <laughs> Don't ask the I, Padawan. 
pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, other than that, yeah, everything's going good. And you, Will, cabinet man? How, Former how, cabinet man. It's a, how was your it's week? <laughs> I was busy, but uh, mostly just with work, um, watching anime. Oh, are you in, into some anime right now? Trying to get through One Piece still. Oh, man. I'll I could you, never like, do 12 it. 12 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just... I've watched some. I need to watch some more. Well, as we've established, while I may be the most read comic owner in this group, I am definitely the least watched anime watcher, <laughs> viewer. You have a few favorites, though. Should be I, fun to read. Yeah. Now, my wife watches a lot of anime. Yeah. You look like you're thinking about something, Pat. Well, I have some manga on the thing somewhere in here. Yeah. No, just, they're down there. Oh, are they? Behind Will's Oh, that's buttocks. why I can't see them. Yeah. Yes. Currently, those are my two favorite. And I'm going to leave everybody in suspense. Oh, I almost asked about one of them. Oh, well, then I don't need to leave everybody in suspense. What do you, what's one? It's one of them about the defense princess. Yes, it is. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious it really is i wondered if if the, as soon as you said favorites that was the one i thought of yeah the other one's one punch man will's a big Which fan of that hilarious it is. I've, I've seen the i just refuse to subscribe to hulu to watch it so here's some some manga talk i suppose you know comics from another land <laughs> right one punch man is kind of a satire of manga right yes like I do it, like it my satires. The, it has the tropes, but it's done in a, almost a satirical way. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've never seen it, but Will has told me about some things in it. I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. I like my satire. What can I say? You do? Yeah. You like mm -hmm. your Weird Al? I do like my Weird Al. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Just trying to think of like a... Satire man? Satire like a joke? Like, I, I hope you have I mean, uh, an all satire triple A tropes. just in case you get a flat satire. There you go. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. There we go. <laughs> a flat set. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, there was the one of those for this episode. Oh, no. There'll be more. Oh. We're constantly trying to think of them. <laughs> At every turn, it's like, okay, is, is what he said ponderful? Typically, uh, I'm always just staring at the bookshelf. <laughs> going, oh, that's new. Oh, look at that. Which I put three new books on there. Yeah, the same three I own that Will was what, very uh, upset about not buying. What what numbers did you get in your book? Mine are pretty high. Pull pull one of them out. Mine are also really high. Pull the red one. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Isn't that book amazing? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you should have used Wonder Woman. Oh, I should have. She slaps. <laughs> Just open them. Yeah. Now mine's it's got my name in it. <laughs> it does. Mine is pretty high in the print run. Yeah, mine's four thousand. What was it? Um. Can you not read numbers? Not easily. 43,000? No. <laughs> no. No. Are those zeros? Do you need to pull... pull do I need to take that? He's wearing glasses. He is wearing glasses. <laughs> does, he, does he need bifocals? <laughs> he doesn't look that yes. old. The way he's moving makes me think he needs <laughs> bifocals. <laughs> well, well, let me just look here at this book. 434 million. Six hundred fifteen. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's Give me that. Hundreds, no, thousands. It's, it's four thousand out of five thousand, or fifty-five hundred. Oh, I thought it was all one number. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. Well, it's forty-three, no, forty-six. 
We call him Willarius. Out of 5,700. <laughs> no, if you look at it, though, to me, well, I thought that sure, was... Sure, I looked could like see a one. that. It looked like, like 43,000. You're way off, buddy. So. <laughs> but I realized that he did not sign that many books. I thought it was weird, too. And I'm like, <laughs> this number is not what you said it was, Pat. You're well, lying to me. I thought it was ridiculous, too. (laughs) We're on the same page. (laughs) Both figuratively and literally. I have some at home. Do you Uh, remember what your number was? Was it lower or higher? I'm just curious. I honestly don't remember. What am I going to do with you, Chris? It's probably (laughs) like 5,300 or something. Oh, you think it was in the 5,000s? I think it was. Wow. I don't know. Can you imagine if you got zero 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 one? That would have been cool. If I were him, I would, mm. would have kept him. Zero. I, I would even happy with zero zero zero. I'm happy with the books I got. Don't get me wrong. I've, even if I would have got fifty seven hundred or fifty six hundred, whatever I said the last number was, that would have been cool too. He did announce that he is doing the next three after this, and that I believe these will be available to buy yes. in that as well. I'm getting those. Will is going to get all six this time, I think. So, and for for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, we mentioned them in a previous episode. We are referring to the Cradle trilogy that starts with the book Unsold by Will White. It is one of our favorite book series. It's really good. All of us. All of us love it. Everybody who reads it has great feedback on it. It's funny. But it's not just funny. It's also exciting and adventuresome and romantic. And it's just a good epic. It's a good book. And the books are short. They're not, you know, compared to a lot of books out there that tell similar types of stories, these tend to be a bit shorter. And they're still written on a level that isn't necessarily, I would not call them young adult books. They feel like they're written for adults. But I feel like you could probably enjoy them at almost any age. Like they're they're older than young readers, sure, but yeah. I don't think they're. I think the content and the complexity could fall between young adult and adult readers without it feeling like it's kind of in either camp. Well, I know yeah. this is going to shock you, but I'm no longer a young adult, and I enjoy them. So, yes, yes. But adults read young adult novels all the time. I would say most adults. I've tried to read one Wait. recently, and I did not. I would say most young adult novels are read mostly by adults who more than young want adults. to feel young. Probably. Mm. Now, that is just a statistic that I Made pulled up. out of thin air, <laughs> just like 75% of all statistics. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's, it's, it's clean, too. Like, it doesn't have a lot of, you know. Yeah, like the audience, you, know, prof- you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Profanity so. and vulgarity or naughty scenes or whatever, mm, like yes. some, some books tend to have. And it's still fun and engaging, and you don't have yeah. to, not that, not, it's just turning into a Will White episode. It really is. But we all enjoy the audiobooks, and Travis Baldry is the narrator in those books. He's very talented, has awesome character voices and inflections and things. But uh, I tried reading or listening to a book because Travis Baldry was attached to it. And it was something about Kung Fu chickens or way of the chicken. Yes. I started it and had to do a refund on it because I got 
like a chapter in and and it is quite the opposite of cradle where it is it becomes incredibly vulgar very very quickly and that's something where i mean i know there's a lot of people that that isn't something that bothers them in their books uh for me especially in audiobooks it kind of just gets to me a little bit if there's a ton of vulgarity um just like if you if you're somebody that reads books that has intimate scenes um i get really awkward feeling if i'm listening to a book that has a scene where two people are beginning to get intimate because i'm like this feels really weird having somebody read this <laughs> agreed so uh yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't enjoy travis baldry on that one only because the content wasn't to my liking um, I, I thought the way it began was really cool, uh, but it very quickly revealed to itself to be something that I was not interested in. I wonder if he knew when he got, when he took that request, if he read part of it first and be like, okay, I'll, I'll narrate this and was just okay with it. I would, I would think it. so. Or... I mean, if you're a narrator, you just read. I don't, you might have standards you follow, but I don't think, I feel like a lot of them are like, eh, it's a job, I'm just going to read it. So I actually had a thought the other day on listening to Audible. You know how they have like critic scores for movies? Yeah. What if like on Goodreads, I haven't looked this up, but if they have narrator reviews, you know, like if Travis Baldry would be like, this is my opinion on this book because he he obviously reads a lot of books, you know, as a narrator, it's his job. And so he, he gets through books. And so maybe they would have, you know, uh-huh. more exposure and maybe have a bit more of a crit, well, uh, critic. Wouldn't know. that be similar to an actor being a critic of movies? Yeah, it would be. Does any actor do that? Probably not because they want their job to be robust. Right. True. So... I imagine most of them keep their opinions pretty much to themselves. That's that's what I think. Although Mark Hamill can get kind of mouthy about it, but I think it's because he's at a point in his life where he doesn't care anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I got that level of success. He can't really touch him anymore. He's like, well, fine. Get somebody else to do my part, I guess. Right. Or they'll just CGI him, you know, (laughs) deep fake him into whatever movie. Mandalorian. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I guess that's Season season two and Boba Fett. Yeah. But he was on set, I know, at, to give some pointers or something, I believe. I'm just uh, mad. I'm just thinking about the amazing uh, acting that he did when he was in the. When when Ray saw him at the end of the, what, the first movie? Second one? I don't remember what movie it was. Second. No. Second one. That first was one? the end of the first one. That was the end of the first one. Yeah, first right. The, the amazing acting he did. Oh, that, where he literally just eight, turns around? Right. That eight seconds he was on screen. You that know, he got paid so much for that. You know, moving into Shazam. <laughs> I was going to try is... to transition with like saying, yeah, speaking of movies. <laughs> no. Uh, Wait, in... Luke Skywalker's in Shazam? No. Holy Manoli. <laughs> in Shazam, there's the scene Tunnel. where he's having a dream, you know, towards the beginning. And he's at like dinner with Wonder Woman. And they didn't ever show her face. And right. I'm like, my my assumption is, oh, she's not actually going to be in this movie. That because was... they did they didn't want to have to pay Gal Gadot whatever it is they would have to pay for this one scene. So they just like didn't show her face and then turns that around was, and it's, you know. That was my wizard. thought as well. Yes. But then what a surprise. She shows up at the end. Spoilers. No, they ruined it in the trailer actually. Oh, did they? They have a trailer that shows her 
in it. And That's I was you like, you watch wow. the first trailer, and then if it seems interesting, you just don't watch any of the others. I didn't watch any of the trailers. Oh, so you were pleasantly surprised by the entire movie. I was. Mm. It, was it was decent. That's how I felt about Dungeons and Dragons. I, I because I avoided trailers. Right. And I was pleasantly surprised by that too. Uh, I I broke down and did watch the trailer that they released this week to Into the Spider Verse two. And and it looks so good. <laughs> I looked up a slate of all the movies releasing soon, so that we could maybe pair up some comics with movies like we are doing today for Shazam. And there's there's actually quite a bit over the next several months because yeah. you have Into uh, the Spider Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy three and Flash. And at the end of the year, there's Aquaman 2. Yeah. My uh, random movie theater friend that I made <laughs> last Thursday was yeah. telling me how his June is just packed with movies. And he's like, oh, they, they shouldn't have stacked Spider-Man up against Transformers and, mm. you know, Mario's releasing. They're like, oh, they, they just didn't pick a good time to release it. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I didn't tell you about this, Pat. But when Chris and I went to see Dungeons and Dragons... Yeah. I got there first, mm -hmm. you know, snagging some good seats. Right. And I walked My in with My wife this... also attended. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Chris and his wife. And uh, keep the record straight. Yeah. Yeah. I walked in with this guy and he just starts talking to me as we're fr like we're friends and follows me all the way into the, like, he's going to see Dungeons and Dragons too. And, you know, he sits in like the row in front of me and the entire time, like the, the trailers are rolling and... Even after Chris and his wife show up, yeah, this guy just sat there for 30 minutes talking to me about all the movies that are being released and all this other stuff and his all of his opinions on different movies. Like he didn't like that Joker movie, that uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, the sequel to that's coming out this year as well. He's like, oh, it was trash. I'm like, well, you know, some people really like that movie and... Uh, he, I really liked that movie. <laughs> he's like, oh, it was garbage how they made it like the Joker batman's half brother at the end spoilers spoilers not for a true. movie that's been out for <laughs> i know right i think if a movie's been out for more than like six months or something you don't have to worry as much on a podcast i'm so Maybe lost right now it's okay then my wife and i got to the movie right and this guy continued to talk to will <laughs> pretty much for the entire uh opening portion until like the theater darkened and things started rolling so i didn't really get a chat with will because he had another friend there that he yeah. made walking into the theater <laughs> and and that's okay yeah it's i was okay. like maybe this guy just needs someone to talk to you know it's, it sounds more like you didn't make a new friend you you got adop adopted by a new friend yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say abducted <laughs> i almost did hijacked yeah hijacked his name was Jack. That he would have been... Hi, Jack and Jack. That would have been so awkward for me. I it don't was. know how awkward it was for you, but oh my <laughs> land. I may have actually left the theater. Oh, my wife would have died. <laughs> yeah, that's... I actually... That sounds worst because... case scenario. I probably would have sat by him the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... He stuck around after the movie as well. And talked and, to him while we were walking and out. Talked, we were like, oh, yeah, that was a pretty good movie as we were walking out. And, like, I had drinking a, a large drink, so, like, I had, to, I had to go. And so I go in, and Chris goes in, too, and I see Sierra does it. And, well, Chris's wife. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if he's still going to be out there when I get back. And well, thankfully he wasn't, because that would have been... Did you see the post-credit scene? Yes. I did not. Because I figured I'm going to watch it again and I need to use the restroom. So I just left. <laughs> mm. 
It's just a little joke at the end. Oh, man. Sounds amazing. I'm going to have to watch the whole movie again just for that. Oh, shucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, shucks. No, oh, shucks. I got to go anyway, see a movie that Shazam. I Shazam. Yeah, so yeah. after, well, the same weekend that we all saw Dungeons & Dragons, um, we had to postpone our viewing of Shazam from our original recorded mention. Uh, schedules conflicted, and then we finally got to go see it together, and then we had to postpone our recording. <laughs> So we're finally getting to talk about it. So I figured we'll talk about the movie first a little bit, and then we'll talk about the comic. So first off, for those of you who uh, now granted once uh, once this podcast is published, the movie will have been out for a while. So if you are worried about spoilers at this point, if you're waiting for it to go to streaming and it hasn't or something like that, uh, just know we will be talking about spoilers from this point on. And that uh, in a little bit, we will be back into the comic discussion. And hopefully you uh, decided to read that along with us. First off, the movie. Pat, you really liked it. You said you liked it. Yeah. I shouldn't say really. Well, you liked it. 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10. What about you? Mm, I gave it a solid 6. 6? Uh, yeah, mine would probably be like a like a 5 or 6, maybe. I Here's the thing. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just didn't think it was... A great movie and i thought it was like it was okay my biggest disappointment with it because it had some good parts it had some really uh like emotional connection moments and things like that like it, sporadically mm-hmm. uh now granted the theme of the movie is some really really old goddesses some sisters are after a staff to find an apple that lets them terraform their broken world back whole and shazam's trying to keep him from finding stuff even though he doesn't really know what's going on and then uh they get angry and decide to terraform our world (laughs) it's kind of the plot of the movie at least one of them gets angry but the other one turns into a love interest yeah because it's not creepy at all I mean, like, if you're 6,000 years old and you're into a teenage boy, that's whatever, that was, I guess. That was, a, that was a funny, one of the funny lines when the mom was like, what is with our boys and liking older women? Much older. Much, much older. Much, much older. It's not as weird for Billy to think that, like, Wonder Woman's awesome, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like... It's like, yeah, of course, probably most men in the DC universe would be like, Wonder Woman is gorgeous, whatever. Uh, I mean, most men in like the real world would say that about Gal Gadot. Like, it's just, that's a thing. Yeah. And, but like to have somebody who's thousands, hundreds or thousands of years older than somebody, that's kind of weird. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I think people who are like 15 years younger than I am are still children. So I can't imagine if somebody was... If they were 6,015 years old. 6,015 years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of... I mean, like, I don't know what it is with some of that... The way that these movies are done. I just think writers have no idea what they're doing sometimes. Especially being that old, being around that long. I do like how they called it out, though. I do, too. Right. But then they kind of let it still happen. Well, sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she seemed kind of immature for someone who's been around for that long. You'd think she'd be pretty bitter by now. Maybe if your appearance doesn't age, your mindset doesn't age either. I don't know. I've met some people who look old as dirt and still are childish. Exactly. No, that's the opposite of what... No, no, no. It it is the opposite (laughs) of what I said, 
but the idea of somebody being old and being childish is still part sure. of it. Sure. <laughs> mm, okay. That makes it sense. tied with the, the idea, right. I guess. But yeah, like it wasn't bad. I, my biggest, my biggest gripe, and I think this was said by some other reviews and things, was that some of the best parts of the movie, and even like with the first movie, uh, some of the best stuff, or most of the best stuff, is when they are not engaged in like the superhero side of things. So it was kind of a bummer that you had them like in the lair and just hanging out and doing stuff. And they were always transformed. Like the kids were not in the movie very much. Correct. I agree. And I think as much as I love Zachary Levi, I think he's fun to watch. Like any role he's in is pretty fun. But I think that the the actor that plays Billy really does a good job. And I wish they would have had him in the movie more. Now, granted, if you are a bunch of kids and you have the ability to be adults, you're probably going to use it, right? If you have superpowers, if you're changed, you're probably going to keep changed a lot. Why not, right? Be like, oh, everything's cooler because I'm strong and I'm fast and I shoot lightning and stuff. But like there were a lot of times where they were basically doing nothing and I'm just like, why, why stay changed? Right. Because I think it just loses a little bit of the heart that makes that special. I think that's what it is. Sure. I did like mm. when they were all like as a family doing stuff. Although that movie is the most egregious form of marketing that I've ever seen for a candy product. <laughs> Have you tried Skittles? Skittles. They are literally the closest thing to ambrosia on the planet Earth. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Taste the rainbow mother Hubbard. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. So that marketing worked well on me. Because <laughs> you were like, you said that. And I'm thinking, what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I gave it a 7.5. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I think we probably just watch movies differently. I, I go, whenever I go into a movie, I or any type of media, I guess, I try to enjoy it. And I think that's why I like B movies more than a lot of other people. Yeah. Where I'm like the opposite. I'm usually like breaking down mm-hmm. stuff. Like like it bothers me that in the third Pirates of the Caribbean, they didn't reuse the Pirates of the Caribbean Jack Sparrow theme that they used in the previous two movies. So the music bothers me. Never would have noticed. I didn't even know that either. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Pat and I are in the same boat of whenever I, I first see a piece of media, I just look for the things to enjoy more than a critique so i just let the experience happen and sometimes if it's good you know i have a good opinion and then sometimes some things stick out that just ruin it you know yeah i i have to go in telling myself not to think the way i do if i'm trying to enjoy it as much as possible as long as it flows well and it doesn't become like disjointed like when i watch the new top gun has been out long enough we can talk about it i haven't seen Uh, it Oh, well, I'm about to ruin it for you. All right, go on. Unless you really want me not to. I really don't care. No, okay, good. Okay, just for... just for, if, if I cared, I would have seen it already. Yeah. It's I not like I haven't had I Apple, loved it. Apple opportunity. Wasn't a terrible movie, but they built the whole thing up like it was going to be like a passing of the torch, right? Like they told Tom Cruise, whatever his name is in the Maverick, you know, like, oh, you're getting older. You haven't been promoted. You don't do anything. You're just kind of like stagnated. And then they brought him back to the school 
to this younger group. And it very much seemed like he was going to train these other two guys to then be the next, you know, maverick. Sure. And then there comes a point when they undo all that. You'd be like, oh, you're just going to fly this super dangerous mission anyway that you were training these other guys to do. You're just going to go ahead and do it. You know what movie does that really well? Have you seen Cars 3? No. Cars 3 does that really well. Have I seen Cars 3? I don't remember. It, it's a good passing of the torch movie. Is it? it? Is. Yeah. No. It does it really well. So with Shazam, because he passed his powers of the torch right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys did you guys enjoy the movie or the comic more? I think I enjoyed the comic a little bit more. Yeah, Pat's it face a, says maybe about the I'll, same. I'll, I'll keep talking. It, it had a little bit more of a you know some clever parts to it. Still had some humor in like the writing. Add uh, paid attention to the little details so that if you you know get to the end you look back like uh, specifically when he talked about time. And he's like, oh, pay attention to the sun. And you go back and you look, like the panels drastically progress throughout the earlier panels. It looks like it's morning. There's no sun. You flip to the next page. The sun is high in the sky. And then you go to like the next page and it's night. And it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that the first time. Mm. I only read it one time. I also only <laughs> read it one time. Look at you being an overachiever. Yeah. Well, I well, mean, I, I read, what? I read another story arc and a different comic as well that was all shazam so i usually try to yeah. stick with the hero that we're reading but i wanted to read something else after i read this one will since you yeah. have already started talking about it uh first off we mentioned that this was part of uh the multiversity storyline uh, that grant morrison wrote and i looked up what that was and it has to do with a interdimensional parasite villain that a bunch of different multiversal characters join a thing called the justice incarnate is what they name it it's very grant morrison you guys don't know what that means basically this writer when it comes to writing multiverse stuff or anything that he can get like really weird with he will always try to do it as much as possible uh when he's on he's like way on Sometimes, like, people will be like, oh, I love that story. Uh, but m sometimes it's like, what did I just read? <laughs> but, yeah, Thunderworld Adventures is what we read. Well, I guess it means, means I should do the uh, you want synapse. I will synapse you. Well, I think we should answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Before the synapse. Answer what question? I... Which do you like better in the movie or the comic book? You answered it. Oh, I yeah, was true. going to. Oh, and I oh started, sorry, I, you nodded when I said about the same, and that yes. doesn't translate much to the mic. So I think, I, yeah. yeah, I think I liked about the same. I probably liked him close to the same as well. Yeah, didn't love either. <laughs> no, I did say a seven point five. If I give something a seven point five, that means that really does not mean I'm going to go back and watch it again. No, it just meant you enjoyed watching. It. I did. Yeah, yeah. There's we, not a lot of stuff I go back and watch again. Personal rating systems. We don't have like a standardized one. Right. Yeah. Although this I kind of based mine off of yours, I guess. This is not scientifically accurate. <laughs> yeah. I guess like the comic is a little bit shorter than the movie, obviously. A little bit. Just, you know, it didn't take me two and a half hours <laughs> to read. Right. But uh, maybe when you read it twice. In, in the movie, there were a few like stupid moments 
Sure. So when he, they were on top of what I assumed was Olympus, like what is supposed to be like the realm of the gods, and he, uh, Crutches had stolen the apple. Crutches. I don't remember what his name is, so I'm just going to call him Crutches. Uh, I also don't remember what his name is. He, like, yeah. Shazam shows up and he steals the rod and he's like yeah and he throws it and just basically gives it back why would he throw it ah I, it bugged <laughs> me it was one of those things that sort of was like threw me off a little bit like why would you do that but then you again, knew you needed that he's a kid hey, he is no wisdom that was one thing that i was very impressed with the makers of the movie i feel like really did a very good job of translating the tone of the comic books into movie form. I agree with that. True. And since I'd never watched any, oh, I'm sorry, since I've never read any Shazam before, I didn't realize how close they had gotten, even in the first one, because the first one's very similar tone-wise to the second one. Yeah, yeah. And I think they did an excellent job. So if you like the Shazam comics, you probably already know that you like the Shazam movies. And if you enjoy the Shazam movies at all, you really should like definitely that. look into Shazam comics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they capture the feel of it well. They did. They do. I was I was impressed. Anyway, yeah. go on with your synopsis. Oh, oh Syn- synopsis. Yeah, I'm going to just continue to mispronounce that word because I can. Synapsis. Synapsis. That's well, right. I, I, I don't know if that's correct either. I was just... Mi- cr- Continuing on the joke. Synopsis? Um, yeah. I'll yeah. just read off this little uh, blurb. From yeah. the DC. I've been meaning to write From them. the DC Infinite <laughs> website, I believe. But I continuously forget that this was a role assigned to me. That you volunteered yes. for? So yeah, this reads, With a single word, Billy Batson transforms from boy reporter for Wiz Media into the world's mightiest mortal, Captain Marvel. Along with the other members of the Marvel family, Captain Marvel battles dastardly villains like Mr. Mind and the Monster Society of Evil. But now his greatest foe has attacked the Rock of Eternity, the source of the Marvel family's power. And it could mean the end of reality as we know it. What impossible villains are Savannah teaming up with and who could spell doom for the multiverse? From where did Savannah's children get their newfound superpowers? And what does the appearance of one mysterious comic book mean for the heroes of Thunderworld? I thought it was interesting looking forward. That comic book is actually in like that multiverse. Yep. Like the same cover. You can actually go and read that comic that he has in his hand. Oh. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird. It was part of the, like I, the big event. I thought it That's was cool. weird how detailed it was. Because if you look at it, it has like the multiversity, like that logo. symbol on the very top. And it has like... Diploma. It has an advertisement on the back, so it's literally the the same comic. That's cool. It was. I didn't realize that either. But yeah. then again, I was. I thought I was behind. You weren't. And um, I was rushing through reading both of these. Mm-hmm. And I should have went back this week and reread them. Yes. But I was extremely busy as well, so. You live a busy life. I'm so tired of it. Go on. Is that everything? Uh, that was good? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. That was yes. it. Wonderful. So, what did we like? What'd you like about it? It was very colorful. It is. I read a quote where Grant Morrison had said that his goal was to capture the essence of Shazam over the years without relying on nostalgia and bring it uh, into feeling like it also wasn't campy, but it still had the feel of kind of the traditional Shazam vibe, also known as Captain Marvel, by the way. Which I like that they actually said it in the movie. 
They say Captain Marvel. The first time the black guy walks by and he's eating the Philly cheesesteak and he calls him like, uh, I can't remember what nickname he gives him there. But later on towards the end when he's actually saving everybody, mm-hmm. the black guy's like, yeah, go get him, Captain Marvel. Oh, I didn't hear that. I, I also missed that. did not hear that. It's in there. I should have watched it again, I guess. Then it was dumb <laughs> when at the end he's like, oh, what's my superhero name? And I, the great wizard, great, uh, grand wizard, great wizard, whatever I it just, is. Well, he's, like, oh, he's the wizard Shazam. It's Shazam. It's Mr. W. Yeah, I was a little... I'm Mr. W. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I really wanted them to say, like, him to be like, I'm Captain Marvel. And that confused yeah. everybody because of, like, Marvel already having a Captain right? Marvel movie. But he came out way before Marvel's Captain Marvel. Like, Shazam's comics mm-hmm. were a thing before that. So, name change came later. So, what did... What did you like the, that it was bright, that it was exciting? It was bright. It was colorful. It was, I don't know. I mean, since it is through the eyes of a child, it did seem a bit, I don't want to say childish. because Lighthearted. Was, there. Lighthearted is a very mm. good word for it, which yeah. I, I really enjoyed, which is why I thought that the tone of both the movie and the comic book were, were similar. Um, the storyline was, it was, it was all right. I had no issues with it. Yeah. You had one issue with it. Well, one uh, issue. Uh, I had one issue with it. <laughs> That was a pretty good issue, too. Oh, that was so bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'd like, I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of the fact that they're making um, science um, an evil thing, but. I don't think he does. Like, But don't uh, you think that's like, like science versus magic was kind of. It a, is. It is. I'm not saying it was wrong. Shazam. I'm just saying I don't know how much I enjoyed it. Shazam says like, oh, science and magic are two sides of the same coin or something like that so yeah. i think it's more of like a it's in how you use it i'm sure superman of. would argue with that oh he's prejudiced because <laughs> if there were two sides of the same coin technology could hurt him as well yeah 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 no i really liked i liked the fight between captain marvel and the savannas that was really cool that was fun um yeah Really like all of the interactions with his kids against Billy and his brother and sister, like mm-hmm. Mary Marvel. Uh, which which was your favorite Savannah? Because he was had that he had that screen up of all the different ones. I love the Nacho Libre. I don't. I would have to look at it again. No, I looked at that panel for a while. Be Did like, oh. now, we, we've got like Baby Savannah, Nacho Libre Savannah. I mean, Nacho uh, Libre Savannah sounds pretty awesome. He's got the, be, the yeah. mask on. It's not Matador, because those are the guys with the bulls. Luchador. You're looking Luchador. for a Luchador. It starts with an L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Right? Which, well, I mean, the comic that we read after this one also has somebody in a Luchador mask. Well, you know. <laughs> it's not quite so common. I don't know. I like the snake one. <laughs> No, there is a snake, Savannah. I don't know. Yeah, Freddy. Freddy's his name. Oh, yeah, I didn't Freddy. even read it. I just remembered while I looked at his picture. I was like, oh, his name's Freddy. No, yeah. I did. I enjoyed watching the Savannahs try to fight Captain Marvel and then, like, Freddy and Mary come in and help. And I thought that was fun. It was just fun. I like how they get in an argument about who's prettier. 
like the Savannah. Right. Yes, that's, <laughs> Savannah that was pretty Mary. good. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, come on. I have everything boys want. And Freddie's like, I mean, she, like, you're my sister. She <laughs> I think she's kind of hotter than you. Like, that was funny. Yeah. That was, that was genuinely pretty funny. And he tricked her into saying her name. Yeah, her name. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty brilliant. I like that. Yeah, but. Since they use their last name as their power channel. Sure. I mean, it's no different than that's why his name is Captain Marvel is because traditionally he couldn't say Shazam without changing. But then they changed his name to Shazam later and said it all has to do with his intent behind the word. So, Mm. no, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a little too Grant Morrison for me. Um, But I had a lot of parts I enjoyed. Like, I had fun reading it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Will? Is there something specific you really dug out of it? I mean, I think I already said uh, it still has kind of like the same humor. Like in the beginning, the Grand Wizard, he's talking. And he's like, oh, yes, I was just practicing my, uh, like he paid attention to the details. Because in the story, like uh, Savannah has his own, he creates his own day. And he gets everything from all the other Savannas, but they all shorted him. So, you know, future Billy realizes it. So he sends it to bat- past Billy. And once you read it, if you flip back, you can see that time does actually go Ooh, by very, very quickly. Did you catch that this Shazam comic went with the old version of the character more so than the new version? One of the, not the original version, but like. Yeah, no, that, I didn't pick up that on all. Because uh, did, you, was, did you catch that uh, Billy and Shazam are not the same person? I did pick up on that, yeah. I was going to mention that, too, because... Because Billy's like, I need to warn Shazam. Yeah, yeah. There's a few lines in there. Or Captain Marvel. Does he call him Shazam or Captain Marvel in this? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. That's what I thought. This might be why I didn't pick that up. But yeah, so in this comic, technically, when he transforms, he goes inside of Captain Marvel instead, and where, where Marvel is housed. Like, like a turducken? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. Cool. Pretty much. Or one of those uh, eggs. The Russian nesting dolls. Yeah, nest- nesting. That's what I was thinking. Or so so, Shazam's like a a mech. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, this no, is exactly he's like, what he is. He's like a genie. He's just inside of him. <laughs> well, that would be awkward. I mean, like physically, like he's actually in there, not like. Like in a mind space? Yeah. I think so. Is it is it in a mind space or is it like physically, in, like surrounded by, like a cloud like of bits? Shazam <laughs> is around Billy? No, I'm, I think it's like a mind space thing. I could be wrong. Okay. The mind space thing is a lot better because. That could be our, our uh, we can well, make our own social media platform. Mind, mind, mind space. space. Mind space. <laughs> I feel like that is Bye. what social media is anyway. Um, a mind space? You yeah. want to enter my mind space? I need somebody to want to camp out here for a little bit. I just need <laughs> to not think about the physics of being enveloped in... Human. Because if... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how's he going to breathe? No, it's not like a physical thing. Okay. He, it's not like he gets folded up and put in his pocket. So he just goes into the mind space, sits down and plays some NES. Something like some that, Super I'm guessing. Mario Brothers 3 while he's... Yeah, like the champion and him are separate. I okay. prefer the stories that do it like the movie where they're the same person. I like that better. Sure. But because they're separate, that also explains why Shazam can like fight the way he does and stuff. Because he's technically the champion. 
So he has the knowledge of how to fight and how to do things, how yeah. to use his powers. But but it's, it kind of it, it kind of holds merit if you think about like if he did get the wisdom of Solomon. Yeah. Like if we, if Pat possessed the will, uh, wisdom of Solomon, he wouldn't Solo be man. Solo man. <laughs> the wisdom of Solo man. <laughs> that still cracks me up. You know, you wouldn't necessarily be the same person. Yeah, I mean, like it's his magic. Pers- his personality would change, and it's... so I, I like watching the movie. They talked about that, and I had thought, and Shazam. it was it was weird. Like, oh, his personality is the same because he doesn't actually have that wisdom of Solomon yet. I would almost say that he's dumber when he's Shazam in the movies. Oh, Kid, he is. Yeah, Kid Billy acts more mature than Shazam Billy. That was one of the big complaints, I guess, with the first one is that Zachary Levi acted more childish than Billy actually acts. Well, if you think about if but I'm like if you could I don't all care. Of a sudden, if I of, liked it. It was fun. If all of a sudden you could fly and had super strength, <laughs> wouldn't you be a little like silly? I mean like it would kind of change who you, you are. Have you ever seen how I am in a normal day without oh, those yeah. powers? I would be terrified that I would hurt somebody. Oh, I, I mean you could turn you it off as a light switch. I thought you meant you'd be terrified of me. <laughs> well, that too. No, no, not Have, a, Do not you know a how weird Chris is without power? <laughs> no. That's hilarious, though. No, I would not be terrified of you. I would be, like, if that happened to me, I would be terrified I would hurt somebody or break my house or... Well, you probably would. They do in the movie. Right. His dad's like, ah, oh, my house keeps getting struck by lightning. He just needs some lightning rods. He'll be fine never actually hits them to change it just hits the house. <laughs> right just hits house the house. gets really swanky though <laughs> <laughs> what is going you on? go into the house those mind drapes space. look amazing <laughs> <laughs> they're like white capes almost <laughs> why do they why is there so many lightning bolts in the decoration <laughs> did you the did you put that filigree that lightning <laughs> bolt filigree in our in our baseboards and so yeah. what is that <laughs> what would what would be a house like that's enemy termites I was just a termite s- man termite man <laughs> we'll eat him eventually his power's <laughs> ours <laughs> i don't know a tornado i was gonna say a bulldozer <laughs> a bulldozer yeah that'd work too but he's strong enough to take like a hit from a car so i mean whatever it has to be a big bulldozer yeah hmm was there anything in the comic you didn't like? I don't remember anything that I didn't like. Okay. What about you? Mm. Not really? Other than the science uh, thing. Everything kind of went... Salted your jam. Salted my jam, man. Like, he, did, he didn't really struggle with anything. And then at the end, Savannah basically beat himself. So Shazam really didn't have to do anything. Like, I think technically it's one of those where you could take Shazam out and it would have ended the same. I don't think so. Because he wouldn't have been there to trick Savannah. Like, Savannah would have stayed powerful. But I thought the whole thing was... That he only got it for a day? The other Savannah shorted him. Yeah, it wasn't a full day. It was only eight hours. Technically, only eight. So he didn't have as much whatever element to keep his... Eternium? Eternium? Is that what it was? The Rock of Eternity. It's like an Obtanium from Avatar. You know, that isn't technically a engineering term on obtanium if they're trying to design something and they don't know what to put in there is that what they call it they call it on obtanium 
Oh, so technically. Until they can either figure out what it is or change the drawing. So technically, mm. the element that they are getting in Avatar. Can do they anything. Just, they just don't know what it does. Or it can do anything. It's one of those two things, yeah. Mm, that's cool. Or it's just some dumb thing some writer heard a engineer or something say, and then they thought, oh, that's a cool name, and then they just used it. Could be. I don't know. But Wait, Eternium. I'm sorry. The writer's probably not dumb. Some writer said or heard. Okay. Uh, I, I, so you just think it was a uh, – he could have he could have yeah, literally like, just stood by and done nothing, and the comic would have still happened. Probably. Hmm, maybe. Isn't there an argument about – Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. And the, yeah, the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's a handful of movies like that I've read about. I remember what the other one, like Indiana Jones is one. Um, uh, I may have to go get a drink. What do you want? One of those. One of those? Yeah. So we were talking about what we didn't like. And I just want to say that I'm not a big fan, as I probably pointed out earlier, of a lot of Grant Morrison's work. and Really? He, a lot of people, he's got pretty good following. I know he has several I know. awards. I know. That's why I suggested. Yeah. No, he's one of my least favorite comic writers. Mm, I, I would I would say that there's probably um, like an 80% chance I'm not going to really enjoy what he writes. Oh, I Because he that. always does some of the same stuff. Like, I hate his like, I want to cut people, Savannah, the like bloody one that wants to torture the sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, he puts stuff like that in almost all of his stuff. What? Uh, um, he also likes to just do really off the wall, which you'd think I would like, but he does try to to do really like off the wall stories and they're kind of zany sometimes. And like I said, some some of his stuff isn't bad. Um, his, I think um, his big one is, I think he did either a Spider-Man or a Batman. He did a Batman run. and Robin. He did a Batman yeah. run that also has Damien as an adult in the future. That's pretty interesting. I do like that issue pretty well mm. overall. Um, but I'm just never, I'm, I, it's not that I don't like any of his writing. It's just that I tend to not enjoy his writing that much because it's always like he always tries the same kind of vibes and I'm just not a huge fan of a lot of it, the way he does it. And that's just me. I mean, different people like different writers. That's normal. Mm -hmm. And even some of my favorite writers have bad works. It is what it is. But yeah. it was definitely very Grant Morrison. But of the Grant Morrison I have read, I did enjoy the comic as a whole. I did. I didn't dislike it. It's just that it's it, his fingerprints are all over it, which is expected. And that's and he wrote like the overarching like multiversity thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I didn't, I disliked the Savannah, the weird, creepy one. Wasn't a fan of that being included because it didn't feel like it really mattered. Maybe it comes to play in something later, but I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, there definitely seemed to be some foreshadowing when he wanted, because he has a line where it's like, bro, I want to get my hands on, you know, yeah, Mary. the Mary of this earth. Yeah, but that's just, it's just yucky feeling. <laughs> I think it's, it's supposed to. Like, if it does it, I'd be more worried if you enjoyed that than if you didn't. My problem is, is that he includes things like that in almost everything he writes. I I'm guess. not saying he's like that. I don't know the man, but I'm saying when and, everything you write, like, well, I'm not even. I won't bring that up. There's a director that every movie he puts out has some stuff in it that's not good. 
And it starts making me like, why do you got to include that in all your movies? Are you talking about M. Night Shyamalan? No. J.J. Abram? You think he's got bad eyesight? So that's why he puts lens flare? <laughs> lens flares everywhere. This is, this is like, how I see the world. <laughs> he needs like, uh, what is that, cataract? Like his cataracts are out. So he just gets lens flare all the time. <laughs> this is my world, people. What you don't realize is that he's just adjusts the lighting on all the scenes and after effects thinking that it looks good to him, but it's what lens flares to everybody else. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, oh, and, his, and, he gets the surgery and goes back and watches his films and he's like, why is it like this? Why has nobody told me that this was so bad? Well, not bad. Egregious. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, as a whole, though, I didn't think there was really anything that I would say was bad about it though. Like there's not like it was drawn well. I like the art style. It like you said it was really colorful. Um it had a fun vibe. Like it wasn't a bad wasn't a bad read at all. No, it was short as only 40 pages. Yeah. A 40 page spectacular. Yep. I agree. So, how many Dr. Savannas would you give this <laughs> out of 5? Because we saw book? a bunch. Uh, I'll say four. Four Savannahs out of five? So, four Savannahs out of five. It was pretty good. I liked yeah. it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I was also going to give it a four. Hey. Nice. nice. Four it's not, not perfect, but no. there are enough good things about it. Good that... things. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll give it a three, three and a half Savannahs. The half one will be the baby one that was on the one screen. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's not a full, full grown Savannah yet. <laughs> not like we're taking them apart or anything. That's so, good. It was a baby Savannah. Uh, three and a half. Um, I thought about giving it a straight three, but thinking back, while it wasn't something that I felt I would want to necessarily read again, I like the premise of villains being when they steal uh, superheroes' power and they get tricked into losing it. Like that, that's kind of a cool idea. I like the fight scenes. Uh, there was a lot of action in it, and I think that it was well done. The choreography of the scenes was fun. It was a good read. I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't look at that and go, man, I just wasted my time at all, you yeah. know? Right. So, yeah, I'd say three and a half Savannahs. And with that, we are going to be starting Nightfall in the next episode. So while Nightfall is actually a three-part series that's Nightfall, Night Quest, and Night's End, uh, we are doing, are we planning on doing all three? Are we going to do the I whole shebang? That's the plan. Okay, and so we are doing the first half. It is split into part one and part two um, by a lot of people, I believe. Um, part one is called The Breaking of the Bat, and that is what we read. So we will be doing that for the next episode. Go ahead and read along with us. Is there anything else you, t- you two hooligans wanted to add to that? I don't think so. I no? think this has reached its natural end, yeah. Well, I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. You've been listening to Guys With Issues Podcast. You can catch the new issue of Guys With Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our website at guyswithissues.com where you can listen, find reading lists to follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues and on Facebook at guys with issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listeners.
it was just so like depressing depressing and nothing really going on it's like a whole lot of words happening it's, it's a lot of political crap yeah which is a whole lot of words happening and nothing's actually happening that's that's politics yes so this podcast is politics <laughs> oh no no there's stuff happening i just don't know what it is <laughs>